we'll open with prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. I invite you to hear God's word of truth today. 1 Peter 1, verses 23 through 25. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever, because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass, the grass withers, and its flower falls away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Did you notice a striking statement about yourself? Namely these words, all flesh is as grass. Not just the animals made of flesh, but the people too. You and I, from the highest viewpoint there is, the ultimate perspective, are no better than the grass on the lawn when it comes to our natural strength, our human potential, our longevity, our length of time in this world. Let's think about the picture. Right now, the grass has stopped growing. It will become brown, covered with snow, out of sight, and forgotten until the spring. It's quite a picture of all people. We have the same prospect as grass, according to our text. And I want to explain what that means. On day one, We are in a state of mortality. Our clock is ticking down to an expiration date. It's even worse spiritually. On day one, we are dead already. Dead to God, that is, because of sin. This bleak picture, people don't want to think about, and so they distract themselves They push it to the back of their minds by filling their days with activities of one kind or another, or maybe something productive like their work, career development, achievements, and we do the same thing. Our text calls such things the glory of man, and then makes a comparison of that glory of man to a flower, a colorful blossom, attractive for a while, until it withers and falls to the ground. You freshmen may not be familiar with our lilac blossoms that show up on campus in the spring. Where are they now? An expression comes to mind. Nothing lasts forever. Is that really true? Some people would phrase, well, we do have this constant reality of death, but we're part of a cycle after all, the circle of life. Should we buy into that? As believers, we are taught to test everything with an all-important question. 
What does God say on this matter? Well, our God has said quite bluntly and to the point that the wages of sin is death. You learn this in Religion 9. Death is part of the curse that was not there to begin with. Death is the opposite of what God wants for you. Death is the opposite of who God himself is. And he has promised, he has given you his word on the matter, that he will overturn death. Jesus said in Matthew 24, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. What does that sound like in the text? The word of the Lord endures forever. God had something decisive to say about the human problem of sin and death. He made that promise in Genesis 3 and then built it up with many prophecies in the Old Testament. Basically, God was going on record with his reputation on the line. He had to do as promised or become a liar, a failure. God had to be true to himself and send his son to take away all of our sins, to replace our death with his life, our sin with his righteousness. And we get to look back and notice that all these promises of the Old Testament word of God and the fulfillment by Jesus in the New Testament word of God are proof positive that the entire word of the Lord really does endure forever. More than that, this word from God that has no expiration date, this good news of the Savior and sins forgiven because of Christ has also become a powerful seed planted in our hearts. We circle back to verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible but incorruptible seed, through the word of God which lives and abides forever, That's not talking about a select group of Christians. It applies to every believer who who starts out like everyone else, of course, spiritually dead while physically alive. But then we become spiritually alive the very moment when God plants the gospel in our hearts and it sprouts into saving faith. This faith that you have from God not only is trusting that Jesus takes your sin away and overpowers death, it also clings to the word of the Lord that endures forever. And that makes it better than grass, more like a tree that never dies, a new life that never ends. So we, as Christians, become quite a paradox Physically, it's still true that we are like the grass. One way or another, here today, gone tomorrow. But spiritually, think of it as people connected to Christ. We have the longevity of Christ. The permanence of God going forward. Jesus said in John 11, He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. 
We cling to that word too. Always reliable, never failing, coming from the same God who keeps all the promises he makes, saves all of his people, and gives them what they need because of his steadfast love with no unpleasant surprises, no strings attached, no expiration date. So, when the word of God endures forever, we do too. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's close this morning singing hymn 290, stanzas 1, 3, and 4. Stanzas 1, 3, and 4 of hymn 290. Thank you.